right, put your pants on, stop picking your nose. Hello there, and thank you for joining us on Hearthcast, episode number 350 for Patch 7.2. We are a podcast about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the Excellence in Podcast Studios, it's time for another episode of Hearthcast. This is Root. And this is Freckleface. Coming up in episode number 350 of HearthCast, how flying changes the game, taking your voice chat to the next level, and Hearthstone's barrier to entry. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon supporters. To find out how you can support HearthCast for as little as a dollar per month, just visit patreon.com slash E-I-P-S. So hey, Freckleface. Hey, Root. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Pretty good week, I have to tell you. I uh, finally got my engineering up to level 800. Which means you... That's capped. Okay, great. Thank you, yeah. And I'd had this schematic sitting in my bank for, since the like, beginning of the expansion, it seems like, uh, for Blingtron. Uh, 6,000, yeah. Yes. That works differently this time. It does. So you actually start out with engineering. You uh, learn to make something called Reeves. And Reeves is a robot that you can summon once every 30 minutes. I believe at the beginning you had to use reagents every time you needed to summon him. Oh, that's a horrible idea. And then they updated it so that you just make one item and it has a 30-minute cooldown. But once you summon him, you can talk to him and it's a little dialogue box with options and you tell him what mode to go into. That's cool. So he can function as uh, a repair. Uh, he can give you food. He can uh, act as a, a res. Uh, oh, kind of like that Brazier thing or Brazier exactly. or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He can act as like that. It's called a failure detection pylon. You can, <laughs> That's cool. You can go into failure detection modes so that if you put him out and you die, he'll res you. Um, or Just you, you or is it random person in your party? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I haven't tested it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but you can also have him go into bling mode and that... And when you do that, he actually converts into Blingtron 6000. Very cool. So that's really fun. I mean, there is no way to feel popular other than being able to put up Blingtron. I agree. Uh, your popularity with me has certainly increased <laughs> uh, since your ability You've to... ask me to get on. Like, uh, Freckle yeah, face, yeah. go online right now and come here. I have asked you to meet me over at uh, uh, the Deliverance Point a couple of times. Yeah. Can you like, meet me over here? I need Blingtron. <laughs> So when you and I were out questing, too, we bumped into somebody who had a, a raptor. Yes. And uh, it was all... Steampunky. Like, Steampunk yeah, and there's like and... shiny and everything. Yeah. It turns out it was Thok from Siege of Ogmar. The big dinosaur boss. Big dinosaur yeah. Boss. I have and, mini uh, wipes on him. Well, now you have your revenge because uh, you and I went out and tamed him. I didn't even engage him. I was just fighting the other mobs, and then I, I turned around to see what was going on, and you're like, okay. I'm like, okay. Well, <laughs> if you had engaged him, you probably would have killed him, which meant I would have had to wait a week to be able uh, to So I'm glad him. I didn't. So, yeah, yeah that's a good thing. Yeah, I was busy messing with the guy trying to get him to slam his head into stuff. <laughs> Go ahead by that wall. And when I had uh, looked up online where to get him, I started browsing around for other pets I may have missed uh, for my hunter. And it turns out that... Mogushan Vaults has like four different color equivalent. 
Do they all res like your current they, one? Yeah, they oh, do. Yeah. That's the cool. only difference is the color. And the one that I have, um, I had a lot of fun taming him. It was really cool. You had to follow the footprints. Oh, I remember that hunter yeah, quest. Yeah. It's really, it really neat. But I was like, you know what? I kind of want to rename name it or like I want to kind of play on the pet's name since it's going to be resing people and people get his pop-ups. It just says the animal's name want to res you. So. Yeah, like your current one said port. Port wants right. to res port you. Port wants to res you. Yeah. Probably confuses people. I mean, who's port? Well, the uh, the mob's name is Portent, the one that I named, oh, so, yeah. Uh, important? Or just No, portent. just Portent. Okay. Yeah. So I got a few different Quillen. Happy that. Still yeah. working on names. Still working on names? Yeah. Okay. Well, you'll have to let us know what names you choose uh, for that res prompt. It's going to be fun. I may not share them. Depends on oh, what okay. I come up with is appropriate yeah. or not. Sure. <laughs> you never know. Name, right? <laughs> Okay, yes, <laughs> yeah. that's fine. <laughs> uh, I've also been playing a lot of Heroes of the Storm. Um, just to take to those loot boxes. So you're going to name one, You Suck, Why'd You Die? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a passive-aggressive insult to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stand in the fire next time. <laughs> <laughs> you're dumb. <laughs> I hope that was a name suggestion, right? <laughs> I was. Okay. <laughs> Could just let that land for a couple more minutes. But. Yeah. Uh, anyway, outside of WoW, I've been playing a lot of Here's the Storm. You and everybody else, except me. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little addicted to those loot boxes. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I think they did that on purpose. They kind of, uh, you know, the first one's free. You know, they, yeah. get, they get you hooked. Right. And then they give you a whole bunch just to amp you up, and then they take them all away. You don't get any more after a while. Well, and here's the thing. Anytime you get any of your heroes up a level, you get a box. So if you have a lot of heroes like that are low or they, the ones that come out free to play, even just getting them from one to two, then two to three, it's super easy. And then you get two boxes out of it. So then you start going through all those really low-level heroes that I probably wouldn't have bothered to play otherwise. Yeah, but you get in a box. Get a box. But now I'm running out of those heroes to play. <laughs> yeah. Now you get to buy some I need heroes. my dopamine fix. Yeah. You do. That's, they've done this on purpose. They're going they to really get have. you to spend some money to buy or crystals or whatever to buy uh, your your heroes so you get more boxes. Yeah. So let's hope people at Blizzard don't turn evil. or No, they won't. Do yeah. no evil. No, 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 that was Microsoft. Oh, well, see how that I love went. Well, that was Google. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is Google. You see how that went there, too. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was about it for my week. Uh, how about you? Well, if you remember last week, we talked about how we all got kind of like new bodyguards when we went to Broken Isles. Yeah, new followers that acted as bodyguards. Yeah. yeah. So I assigned the new one we got uh, to me, and I love it. I love him, whatever. I have some issues, but he works the way I think a follower should work. He... I, I like his flying mount. Okay. Yeah. I think he's just got a normal mount. no no he no he has um like the the headless horseman mount the the speed oh. with the fire thing are you sure because i thought it was just a hippogriff no i've seen i looked over and i've seen your dude flying next to you oh, okay yeah. he stands in the air sometimes too that's weird yeah that's weird so here's the here's what i like about him i like the fact that it's got a single button to either summon him or send him away which i really like everything else he just fights on his own and he helps me fight things that is how it should be Here's what's weird. He's Alliance. For some reason, my spells target him. 
So my spells will split off, and I'll do like this big blast, and one of the blasts goes and hits the mob, but a little fraction of it goes off and hits him. That's really weird. Yeah. Now, have you checked the combat log? No. I mean, like, I'm you sure know? he's not getting. Okay. Any, I'm sure it's just the visual, whatever going. That on. would be really weird if you're. So it's like alliance, kill the alliance. Yeah. He spammed. I'm glad you guys can't hear him because he he yells. He says like, you know, my power grows like a lot. And he's that would little, get annoying. And he's arrogant. Yeah. 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 Like, you know, you can't hurt me or you can't defeat me. My power is immeasurable. And, uh. My follower, when I have her inactive, like, she always tells me to be careful. Well, that's nice it's of her. A, it gets really annoying every time someone will be flying. Be and careful. Then we'll, yeah, and then we'll land somewhere and she's like, be careful. She's like, watch out, there's demons. I'm Thanks, like, Mom. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you should just name her Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Oh, what else? Oh, yeah, I got ahead of the curve. I defeated Gul'dan on Heroic. Congrats. Thank you. What did you get for that? Uh, If I remember right, some pants and then a ring. Okay. Yeah, I got the pants because we did personal loot, and then I rolled and and won a ring. Both both were nice upgrades. Well, was there a mount for that achievement? Nope. Not this time. Not this time? No. Oh. No. Just too bad. Just Just peace of mind. Peace of mind and the feat of strength. Both of those. No mount that I'm aware of. And then as uh, Blizzard has it hard-coded in the game, one week after you get your legendary, I got my second legendary. It's funny how that works, right? It's hard-coded. Yeah. It's just how it works. Um, you get a couple days of gloat, and then, okay, you're done. Now you can't gloat anymore. And then I'll get the next one, then I'll gloat more. Yeah, but see, that's a decision I'm not looking forward to. Yeah, because which one do you keep in your bank? Yeah. yeah. It's like, which one do I equip? Which one do I get rid of? Right. Hmm. Where are you with your order hall upgrades? Like that little that chain of things you can do to choose left, right, left, right? Um, I think I'm missing the last two. Because I keep running out of resources because I keep doing a bunch of missions on my phone. Yeah. So you have the, the added issue of needing your uh, Blood of Sargeras for your engineering stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a lot of that. So I'm able to purchase additional oh, resources. Okay. You're just cashing out. Cashing out the resources, so I'm on my last trait, and that will be will be done like in a day or two. And so one allows you to double up on artifact power. You get a chance on doubling that artifact power when you gain artifact power doing world quests. So that'll be nice. Yeah, I got a while to go for that. And my followers are so undergeared that I have to keep spending a lot of resources to get them gear so I can get all the missions they keep throwing yeah, at me. Yeah, I'm doing that too. That's like... Just like all of a sudden went from eight fifty to nine hundred. I'm yeah. like, I, I, it's, I try to send my guys out. They're like, no, you have a negative twenty five percent chance. Oh, of, right. I'm like, well, wait a minute, negative twenty five percent. I never ran into this before, but I'm like, shouldn't that mean I, I do win, or something? I have a twenty percent, twenty five percent chance to not get it. <laughs> <laughs> At a, at a negative 25% chance of success, they should just hand something to you is what you're saying. You don't even have to go on the mission. Exactly. You, you failed that I don't badly. Know. Yeah. <laughs> or just like something comes on my screen and punches me. Yeah. <laughs> failed that badly. I, I am so glad WoW is not a tactile game. You know? <laughs> just something hits you in the face when you do. No, but I'm with you because I've been doing a lot of those uh, those missions to get the, the spiked armor sets or whatever they are to upgrade. And I misread... Uh, this is really weird. So I had like two that raised the item level like 15 points, but only up to 850. So I actually activated a follower I'd never activated before. He was like at the lowest level. 
just to get those out of my bank. Really? So you pay, did you keep them in rotation or did you? No, get rid of them. So you paid 500 gold to no. get rid of, yeah. No, it was 250. Yeah. Well, yeah, to activate him. And then when he had to reactivate the person that you. I don't think so. I think this, it told me I could do it one more time that day. And then I think I'd have to pay again. I only paid 250 gold. I remember that. Okay. And I was thinking I'd rather. Still, no. You couldn't just delete, hit the delete button. Oh, you paid no. 250 gold to not hit the delete button. Does it bother you that much? It does because I can make 250 gold by sneezing. So. All right. Really? But. So. Like. Chump change. Okay. So, <laughs> yes, I would rather. Because I don't know if I'm ever going to see those again. So I want to get my guy, you know, geared up if I ever want to use that guy. I don't know if it would count or not, but um, I think if you did delete it, you might be able to do item restoration if you ever wanted to back. I never thought about that. Well, what's done is done. And then we finished up the week, Freck, you and I, by both of us finally getting our flying uh, done. So we're both now flying around and doing our dailies a lot faster. Sometimes I fly, sometimes you fly. We both got our passenger mounts. I like that. I think you still owe me a few sessions of you flying the airplane. I probably do. Yeah. 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 I find, well, I find it easier because, uh, and we've talked about this before. I just, I have a, a difficult time following you when you're, because you, you go, you just go. I do. That's how I mark myself. And a lot of times I'm either sorting my bags or whatever, and I look up and you're gone. I'm like, oh, man, Freck's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going? And then so it's a lot easier if, if I, you know, either one of us drives and the other person rides. It's just, it's a, we get there at the same time. But that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. Hearthcast.com is proud to present Root and Freckleface's Top X List, a conglomeration of... Wait a minute. You guys named this segment Top X List? So you, you wouldn't have to pay me for additional segment bumpers? What a bunch of... I mean, a conglomeration of fun-filled, interesting tidbits for your amusement. Hearthcast.com's top X list. Cheap son of a... <laughs> All right, we have the top things that flying changes in Legion. Frank, now you and I have got our flying. We stopped and we said, all right, what's next? What do we do now? We can fly everywhere. This is great, but what do we do? How does the fact that now we can fly... How does that change the game? Well, I've been getting a lot of treasures. I have been going loot treasure crazy in Sulamar City, and I'm a little perturbed about that. Why are you perturbed about it? Well, we're supposed to be helping these people, and I am just ransacking their village and stealing all the treasures I can find. No, 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 no. Sulamar City, those are the bad people. I thought we were supposed to be helping them. No, we're infiltrating them. Uh, that's why we uh, wear the disguise. Yeah, that's why we have the disguise. That's yeah, why we we're have actually, the army. Yeah, we're helping yeah, the rebel okay. camp. Take over. Rebels. Which is what Nihold is. Yes. Oh, you know what? I feel a lot better. I'm going to go okay. steal more treasures. Yes. Please uh, do. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed that when I was flying around uh, yesterday, there were some treasures respawning on uh, Broken Shores or the Broken Isles area. I didn't realize they respawned. So there's treasures. Those that... are different types of treasures because I uh, remember when I, one of the first days we were questing, and I said, hey, look, here's a treasure. And then I took it, and then it wasn't there for you anymore. Yeah. Which is a completely different behavior than the ones that are in the uh, Broken Isles. Oh, okay. Well, so Broken Isles are personal loot, and then they're there until you pick them up. Oh, 
Okay. These are actually timed, and they're there until someone picks them up. Nice. Okay, yeah, because I went to an area I've been to, you know, 5, 10, 20 times, and there was never a treasure there before. Now there's a treasure there. So I was like, hey. There you go. Treasure. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, I don't feel bad for uh, looting Supermar City now. So that's good. But, yeah, I've been getting treasures a lot. And ancient mana. You know, I love to farm ancient mana. So easy now. You just fly in, swoop down. You know, I mean, you can hover over and see if it's a crystal or shard or a, or a chunk or whatever. Drop down, pick it up, you're good to go. Now, when flying first was introduced, uh, the prices did take a, a hit. They dropped down. But they're rebounding now. Yeah, I was about to say that might have been uh, more to do with the fact that Suramar is no longer the end game zone. So people just spent less time there or didn't feel the need to keep doing stuff with Nightfallen. Yeah, I think you're right there. And then I think what happened is when flying came out, now everybody's altar flying. Right. And now they need that yeah, resource need it, again. Yeah. So I think that's what happened there. So I'm glad, though, because I was holding on to a lot of uh, ancient mana crystals, and then the, the bottom dropped out, and I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked that feeling. Uh, so that was good, though. That's so much easier to the farm those now. Well, I've been doing world quests that are in uh, highly elevated places, and the, the types of places that I might have just not bothered to go to before. You kind of looked on the map and went, nah. like, I can't quite figure out how to get there. And I'm going to spend like 20 minutes running around with the, you ever like go toward uh, the area with the yellow arrow and then like you get toward it and then like the, the arrow does a 180 and starts pointing the opposite direction. Yeah. And you're like, wait like, a minute. What, what? And there's so no irritating. road. So irritating. <laughs> you're like, how do I know? <laughs> so. <laughs> so no more of that, which is nice. And uh, there's at least one world quest that you can basically cheat at now. Tell me more. It's called Magic of Flight. It's one of the Kirin yeah, Tor I ones. I hate the Kirin Tor ones. <laughs> I don't like the puzzles, but but how do you cheat the Magic of Flight? What's going on? Well, the, the purpose of it was, well, the objective was to just grab an item that was floating in the air. The bubble. But you have to get in the bubble and float there. Yeah. And now you can just kind of get on your fly mount and go uh, there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look for that one because that's like Curator, the way I've been leveling that. Or I don't know if we get leveled. I just wait for something to come up that I get rep with. Or is Curator the one that. Curator, you don't really need rep with. Like you get nothing for this expansion okay. because it's an old reputation. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I think I that, that crazy puzzle on the ground one. Where everybody's like, yeah, just screenshot it. I don't want to do it. Yeah, that one's all right. It's kind of a bother. I can't figure out the barrel one. I know there's tricks and it's tips like to it. It's like add-ons for the barrel one. If, here's the thing. I don't want to use an add-on for it. Thank you. If you have to make an add-on just for a world quest, I mean, I can understand making add-ons to complete a bunch of world quests, but for a specific quest, if you had to have an add-on, there's a problem with that quest. Yeah. My personal opinion. It reminds me of the uh, quest in Blades Edge Mountain. The, the Simon Says type thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, and it's yeah. so difficult, and I had to use an add-on to finish it. And that was such a weird thing because it was it was part of this big, long list of things you had to do um, for the Christmas one, for the Christmas achievements, and then you had to get that one to be able to get the, um, how was the name of the achievement? That you have to do stuff for every holiday, and then you get the Violet Protodate. Violet what a long, Protodrake. crazy, strange trip it's been? That yeah, 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 that one with it. So, one of the quests that always bothers me—it's—it's a, it's a style, and they get—they stress me out. And there's—I I don't know if there's one every expansion, but there is one in this one, and there's been one in others. It's the recipe stress. Or it's the recipe quest. 
like this this one's like the arc wine thing you got to stomp on the grapes you have to add the 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 flowers you have to add this and then because you have to okay. read the text and yeah like, well i think it needs more of this and you know okay that means it needs to have to add the flowers and then there was one like before where we had to make some jungle juice or something and and that was in uh I think that was I think that was Mr. Pandaria or something. He had to, you know, it was with uh, the, your hunting buddy Rexar. I think it was. Oh, Nezingwary. No, yeah, it was Nezingwary. Yeah, that was in Shalazar Basin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same thing. You know, you have to add more fruit. You have to do this. You have to yeah. turn up the steam, and then those always stress me out. Always. It's too much pressure. I just that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Then the yellow <laughs> tree, you don't. You do start right. all over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. So but, those aren't any easier. No, but magic of light. I'm going to go find that one. Yeah. Next time it's up and I'm going to do that. What about the Flight Master's Whistle, Frank? When's the last time you used that since you got flying? Never. I still use it. Because I am a stickler for time, mm-hmm. if I'm headed north to the next quest and I can see that there's a flight point closer to me to the north between myself and my destination, I'll use my Flight Master's Whistle to take me to the flight point and then I'll fly myself from the flight point to the objective. I may save a minute or two by doing that. It's not a huge savings, but it's a minute or two that I save. Provided, of course, that I didn't overlook the, you know, closer flight point to me that was an east-west or a south or whatever direction I wasn't going. <laughs> and then I end up farther away from my objective. Yeah, I don't know. I'd just rather get up on my mountain point in the direction I want to go and just go. But that's me. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that. But it's also a lot to be said for saving three minutes. I mean, come on, really. Is it really going to be three minutes? Two minutes. Minute and a half. Mm. 30 seconds. <laughs> it's probably more 30 <laughs> seconds, <laughs> if anything. I really enjoy heading straight to the elite mobs. They're marked on the map. You just fly straight to them. Here's the weird thing about this. like, And I don't really like it. They have weird names, this expansion. I can't pronounce any of them. Right, and the problem with not even being able to pronounce them is most people can't even write them out or take the time to write them out. So if you try to just right-click on them and, you know, search for their names by typing their names or doing a percent T or copying whatever, you may not find people doing those groups. But if you look at someone and go, all right, this guy is, you know, whatever his name is, Boone of something. If you just search for Boone, guess what? You're going to find him. Because people just type in Boone. <laughs> yes, or just uh, type in like the first letter. Well, the, yeah, pretty much. There was that the the guy down in the Murloc area whose name is like, <laughs> and someone put in the group finder or whatever it was. Um, that Finn guy, the Finn guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. So yeah, but I still enjoy doing all those guys. There's a lot, of, and they drop great loot. So is your suggestion that they just name all the mobs Steve? No, because then every Bob. Well, you mean like common names? Yeah. No. Okay. But I guess my suggestion on that is to try to have some other way to find a group for that other than, you know, people creating their own names for the groups. Maybe take that aspect away, but I don't know. No, that's too much automation. There's already enough automation in the game. All right. The thing that both of us have been doing with our fellow players who don't have their flying yet is allowing them to join us on our passenger mounts and taking them around to do the world quest with us or just them. I've taken one of our friends around uh, to do world quests, and I'm just like, you got somewhere to go because I've done them all today. And uh, 
just tell me which way to go. You know, point me in the direction. We'll get there. And we do. And it's a lot faster for them so they can get their stuff done faster, level up, and hopefully get their flying. And then lastly, I think, uh, Brett, you can do a lot of screenshots from those really, really yeah, hard to reach places. places. Yeah. yeah. On top of Suramar City. I took one over there. <laughs> Because, I, I don't know, I was looking around for treasures and I landed in this place. I'm like, man, this looks really cool. And I took a screenshot yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. I did that. Yeah. Whenever I end up in someplace weird, I, that's where I put the bling chon down. Oh, you're that. kind of mean. <laughs> <laughs> Have you put it, like, in a weird place in Dalaran yet? So the only people mm. flying can get it? No, I should, right? I don't know. I, I did that once and I felt really bad afterwards. <laughs> Not hurting anybody. No, but still, I felt bad because people, you know, they're like, "Thanks," and then somebody else, you know, dropped their bling tron, and everybody was really overthinking that person publicly. <laughs> like normally, you get a thanks; it's like a private message. Thanks yeah. for bling tron. <laughs> Everybody's thanking that person in public. Thank you for putting this bling tron where I can actually get to this bling tron. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. So yeah, I felt I felt bad. <laughs> but Frank, on a more serious note. Was the way flying, how it was gated in Legion, did Blizzard do that right? So we had about a year without flying. Yeah. We had to get all the major factions up to Revered. Thank goodness it wasn't Exalted. Oh, yes. We had to complete the uh, the major quest line for for characters, which did involve doing some dungeons and whatnot. Like, it overall wasn't difficult, you know. I've done it on three characters now. You had to have those three major achievements. The Broken Isle Pathfinder Part 1, Explore Broken Shores, and then your Legion Fall Commander. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into all those. A lot of discovery, like you said, the quest lines like you mentioned. A hundred different world quests to get thing called uh, Varieties of Spice of Life, a little achievement there. Your Order Hall campaign. I mean, this isn't anything that we wouldn't be doing or experiencing the game except maybe like uh, more difficult dungeons or raids. So I don't know. What do you think? One thing that pleasantly surprised me was not having to get all the treasures ahead of time. Yeah, You know what? You reminded me of that because we didn't do that last expansion in Warlords of Draenor. We had to do that for Draenor. Yeah. And, and what I didn't like about that is that some of the treasures were a puzzle. Mm. There was some sort of platform jumping involved or just some sort of element that you had to figure out what was going on. And they were fun as a little side challenge. But when you put that in there as a requirement to be able to do something else, those fun little, oh, let me take 10 minutes out and try to figure this out, that doesn't feel like fun anymore. No, it becomes something you have to do. It feels like you have to do, and guess what? I'm just going to go on Wowhead. Yeah, I can remember in particular there was uh, one treasure that was inside of a waterfall, like a little cave inside the waterfall. And the only way I could ever figure out to get there was to find a little spot on the top of the waterfall, drop off, and somehow run back in and barely make it. And you fell more times than, than you made it. So I don't know if that was very fun for me, but I got it. But yeah, you didn't have to have it, and, and you kind of went out of your way thinking that that was going to be a Right, because they didn't release what would be part two for a long time, and then what they did release ended up changing, so I was kind of overly anticipating what might be expected of us, and I was really ready to have already had the treasures found. 
And I'm really glad it's not the case because now they're so much easier to find or, you know, I'm able to kind of fly up and see where something is and kind of go, okay, well, I I see why I wasn't able to get to that before because it's at a weird angle or I just like I came up to the spot before and I can never see where the treasure was. Now I see it. It's like, okay, cool. And the treasures feel like what they're supposed to feel like, which is like a little, a little something extra. You know, a little bonus, like a little like, oh, cool. Here's smart effect power. Here's some gold. It wasn't like something you were just chalking off, you know, like, okay, this is. Right. Right. I have to get this done. If I don't get this stupid jump right, I've tried 12 times to jump from this branch to this branch and I can't do it. And I'm getting really mad. It's and like, then someone comes up right beside you and goes, hop, 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 and gets it with no exactly. problem. Yeah. Like, wall hacks. Yeah. <laughs> reported. I know what you're doing. For me, I, I kind of said it before. We, It was nothing that uh, wasn't out of the ordinary. This was things we should be experiencing as players of the World of Warcraft. I understand, though, that some people had issues with it. Those who have anxiety issues and social anxiety in particular don't want to group with people. And now you're forced to group with people to complete quest lines. So there's a little bit of static and uh, not enough for Blizzard to change much of the requirements. So I liked it. Overall, I think they did a good job with it. And for me, I don't think it's changed a whole lot for this patch. I don't go, I mean, you're flying around broken shores really right now. But I do have a follow-up question to pose to you. We're kind of leaving Azeroth again. Going to Argus. I'm very excited about that. Do you think we'll be able to fly there? Let's see. If it follows the same pattern as it has before, then no. I mean, even starting with Cataclysm, when they introduced flying for the first time, and then they come out with Tolbarad, and you can't fly there. Mm-hmm. And they do that every time there's endgame. You can't fly there. I'm actually kind of surprised they didn't ban flying in the Broken Shore and only limit it to the Broken Isles. That's interesting. Yeah, you could have. If you think about the time as I can't fly there for like no real reason. Something about it's always sunset. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the time. Like, what does that do to anything? If I can run, I can fly. Yeah, and then you glided down. Yeah. And then you had your cape that jumped you over for Ordos. Right, but no, you can't fly. Yeah, I think they did that just because they wanted people to fight their way to Ordos. Yeah, all their design choices would have been completely negated by flying. I 100% agree. And uh, more ways than one, because I don't think we're going to be flying when we go up to Argus. I don't think it's going to be there. I think we'll be uh, grounded again. But that's coming up. That's future. And we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what we get once we get there. You're listening to HearthCast. Frank, over the years, different voice chat programs have come and gone in popularity. I never uh, got on TeamSpeak. Oh, man. Roger Wilco was the very first one I used, which predates TeamSpeak. Oh, okay. So, and you're talking horrible, horrible quality. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I've tried using, what, Skype, Vent, Mumble, everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of always forget about Ventrilo. I'm like, what was the other one we used when we switched away? We went to Mumble. What was yeah, the other one? Ventrilo, yeah. <laughs> but right now, the hotness is Discord. It's hugely popular. It's a solution used by people all across the world. And it's got the potential to take your gaming 
to the next level. Discord is available on your desktop as an app, or you can access it through your browser. It's available on your phone. iPhone, Android, doesn't matter. Tablet. And I've got it on my phone, and it's great to use. And I've actually had to use it uh, at his voice chat, which isn't the best, but it can get done. That's the beauty of it. So what makes Discord so good is how it can take, for example, your guild to the next level. Having a guild with a lot of members can be very difficult to manage. Oh, man. Yep. Yeah, you end up splitting into subgroups and who's talking to who. And what. Right. And in this expansion, you might have groups that are raiders, groups that are only doing mythic dungeons, people that just want to group together and have fun and hang out, all that stuff. So Discord allows you to have multiple channels for different guild activities. You can have private channels. So the administrator of the server can set up who's allowed into what channels. So if you wanted to do a channel just for officers, you could do that. Set it up, give your officers the, the invitation to get there. Only they see that channel. They go in there, they can talk to the other officers, and they're good to go. You can also make channels that only the administrator is allowed to post to, which makes a great announcement channel. Yeah, you get a lot more than the MOTD that you get in the World of yeah, Warcraft. Yeah, you have a lot more space. And then you're able just to post up whatever message you need to for your guild. And you can block the extra chatter so if people just want a place to see the announcements and nothing else. You have a place to go. You also have some in-game overlays that will show you who's talking and what channel they're talking in. So if you're subscribed to different channels, you can only join one voice at a time. But you know who's talking, and that helps out a lot in, in case you don't know everybody's voice in your circle of friends. Speaking of your friends, Discord has the potential, Freck, to take your friends group to the next level. Exactly. There are a lot of group messaging platforms out there right now. And not everyone's on Facebook. What? I know. Next you can tell me not everybody's on Twitter? Not everyone's on Twitter. Not everybody's on WeChat? Is that a thing? I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, go with it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you. Not everybody's right. on every platform. Right. But if you're using this one for gaming, then you are going to be on the platform. And one of the things I like is you can actually turn these notifications on and off. So you, you cannot be notified if somebody posts something to a channel or you can be notified if somebody posts something to a channel. Exactly. And you can do that per server. Right. And the reason I like that is uh, if people are using, like, for instance, SMS messaging, text messaging to alert mm -hmm. everybody, you don't really have, I mean, yeah, you can silence your phone. You can turn notifications off on your entire phone, but it becomes more of a chore to manage those notifications per SMS or per text message channel. It just becomes very intrusive. Also, Discord lets you post different things, multimedia things like documents or pictures or videos or GIFs or GIFs. Either one. Either GIFs or GIFs, yeah. both at the same time. <laughs> MP3 files, you know, whatever you want to post in there, it supports right. all of those. And, it's, and you can watch it and watch the video on your phone if someone's sharing a video, whatever the case might be. And it's all in a group setting. And it's just so phenomenal to be able to have that. You know, maybe someone's like, hey, we're going to do this weird thing tonight. And, you know, here's an outline of what we're going to do because I've already, already run through it. I recorded a video. Going to share that video with everybody. Be aware of it. Just watch it so you know what's going to go on when you get back to your PCs tonight. Love that. Or conversations. A lot of people don't have the same schedule. Not everybody works on Monday through Friday, nine to five type job. But Discord's there. That, that history is saved. So someone can go in and maybe they post a question at 9 o'clock in the morning. Somebody else answers that at 11. There's a follow-up at 2. So the conversation still is taking place. Yeah, it's going to be a little slower, but it's still something that is fluid that takes place. 
And it's a really easy way to initiate activities. Say, hey, I'm going to be doing World Quest tonight. At this time, if anyone wants to join me. If you are gaming and you just want to say, like, hey, I'm here, and then you can actually hang out in the voice channel and see if anyone wants to join you. Yeah, it tells you. It kind of spies on you a little bit and tells your friends what game you're playing at the time. Yeah, I made the mistake of having it up and playing Sims. <laughs> <laughs> How many people ridiculed you for that? Yeah. Were they lot. like, Freck? Uh, I think something's wrong with your Discord because it says you're playing Sims. I like my Barbie game. Leave me alone. No, it's fine. No, yeah. it's really. You just play God. It's okay. So we, I, I've been in a game at like, you know, like 3 o'clock in the morning, and one of our listeners been like, hey, I see you. It's 3 o'clock in the morning, and you're up playing WoW. <laughs> What's <laughs> going on? You okay? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> in fact, one of them logged on and said, uh, Root, uh, it's time to go to bed. I'm like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> and I went to bed. That was squinty. I'll give him credit for that. <laughs> Squinty sent me on to bed. No. Now, here's the big question. Okay. All right. You're in a voice chat. Yes. With the group. Yes. Push to talk or voice activated? Wow. With a group, push to talk. If it's something like you and I are running around doing world quests or something and nobody else, then yeah, maybe I'll be voice activated. So it depends on the situation for you. Completely situational for me. That's true. I'm glad we're on the same page now because you were... Uh, wholeheartedly push to talk. And that would be very frustrating to me. Yeah, I tend to cut off words. Cut off words, yeah. and then uh, I couldn't hear your nonverbal responses to things. Nonverbal responses? Yes. You're not supposed to be able to hear a nonverbal response. Sure you are. How so? Huh. Okay. Uh, all right. I was thinking Well, maybe you might hold down the button for that, but... <laughs> <laughs> I would. Well, do you hold down the button when you laugh? I do, but I feel weird about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, ha, 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 and then you stop and you let, let the button go. Are you one of those that only lasts when the button's pressed? Yeah, <laughs> it, feels, it feels a little bit like um, like opening up the door into to a crowd of room and people peeking my head in and going, ha, 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 and backing out again. <laughs> so for me, Freck, whenever I have that moment when I know I'm going to press the button just to talk, I always feel like I'm in Star Wars. I'm Han Solo, and we're trying to rescue Princess Leia. We're in episode four, New Hope, and we've just stormed in there, and we're still kind of dressed up as stormtroopers, and 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 then this happens. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. What happened? Uh, had a slight weapons malfunction, but uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? We're sending a squad. Uh, uh, negative, negative. We have a, a reactor leak here uh, now. Give us a few minutes to lock it down. Uh, largely, very dangerous. Who is this? What's your operating number? Uh, conversation anyway. <laughs> I really feel like you're like, I, I got to push the talking. You know? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, you know, so here's the other thing. I, I forget. I'm old. Oh. And if I leave it on voice... I'll forget. And I'm, you know, I know people are jumping like to the extreme. No, nothing embarrassing is going to happen. You know, horribly embarrassing. But I might have a conversation with somebody else in my house that isn't really meant to be shared with anybody yeah, outside the immediate yeah, family. Right. Or, I'm not going to be talking bad about anybody I play with or anything, but it's just, it, it, I just want to avoid that. You know, I mean, I've been there before and, and I forgot that the voice activation thing was on and I don't know what was going on. I was having a bad day. I remember that. I was having a very bad day. 
and one of our friends was like, I, I was not paying attention to chat or anything else. They messaged you to see if I was okay. Because <laughs> they're like, I can hear something. I don't know what's going on. I can hear something. And all of a sudden I get a text from you like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. Why? And they're like, well, this, this person says he can hear a bunch of stuff going on. I'm like, oh, stupid voices on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are those are not good situations. And it kind of leaves you open to things happening, you know, like your mom coming on and being like, hey, put your pants on and stop picking your nose. <laughs> like that one guy from... Exactly. We talked about that last Hoping week. Hoping could avoid if he had pushed the dog. You just had to stop talking and uh, no one ever anything. I just think it's funny how, to me, push to talk versus voice activated represents, like, the level of comfort. It's you a know, trust thing. It is. It really is. It's a major trust it's thing. It's like something embarrassing might happen. Yeah. But on the other hand, if you want like more camaraderie and that's that's the purpose of the voice chat as opposed to um, something that's more goal-oriented, then having an open mic just makes the conversation sound more natural and it flows better. Yeah. You don't have the, the, the disconnect of pushing the talk and releasing. Thankfully, it doesn't play click noises. I can't stand in, a, in an RPG. When you're not using the, the voice system as part of the immersion, then I don't like the, the clicking noises when people are talking. The clicking noises when they're talking? So a lot of chat applications will, pay, will play a click or a beep when someone is done talking. Beep. Oh. Like as in when you are done talking? Yes, when I'm done talking and I release the button, it'll play a little beep. Uh, you could probably turn that off. Most of them you can. Beep. Now, I like that because otherwise, I don't know if I actually hit the right button. <laughs> you can hear the beep when you press the button. Yeah. Yeah. Beep. Now, a game like Arma 3 that does use voice chat as part of the immersion, they use additional software to make it very immersive. Then the clicking is important, but the clicking only happens in certain circumstances. And Arma, if you and I are, are, are right across from each other, then, then push to talk is not enabled. Voice is enabled. If you walk away from me, I can no longer hear you. It, it, it accounts for what's called attenuation. So I can no longer hear you because we've walked away from each other. Now I need to use my radio to contact you. And now you are going to hear the clicking and buzzing and everything else. And our voice quality is going to drop like we're on a radio. And then if we get even further away or we lose a radio tower, then we can't communicate at all. So it's very immersive that way with, uh, with voice. That's interesting. But ARMA is supposed to be more like a simulator rather than a game. Yeah, it's a military mean, combat you simulation. You don't get like points no well it depends on there are games in it that you like king of the hill and there's games mm. that so yes and depends on I the mean, server like, there's no game. emojis no there's no unicorn mounts no no although on some servers people paint their uh their vehicles like um what was that movie uh team usa uh, uh team america yeah yeah World yeah, yeah they'll paint them like that <laughs> okay. and it's a little you know <laughs> so but yeah, there are games within the Arma universe that you do acquire points for and everything else. But when you get on the what's called a military sim, a real sim, it's serious. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, games there. Of course, you could have a unicorn like on your badge on your shoulder and your insignia. That'd be kind of cool. Huh. But yeah, for the most part, in the world of Warcraft, uh, I'm going to be pushed to talk in almost all circumstances unless I am one on one with another person and I know and trust that other person. And I'm okay with being on voice uh, with them. So we see eye to eye on that one, huh? I think so. No pants off, nose picking for me. 
Hearthstone's been out for about three years now. Yeah, just about that. A little over. A little over? Yeah. March 11th, 2014. 2014. 2014. <laughs> I can number the good freckle face. I know all my years. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, that is a long time to be collecting cards and for them to add more cards. Aren't you glad they're all digital and you haven't like added to a collection uh, that you got to tote around with you? And, like, I your, would lose some. <laughs> your bag gets all heavy. Frank, I'm wondering, um, did you weigh your iPad before you installed Hearthstone? Because I'm wondering if it's gained any weight. Because that's a lot of cards it's added. Don't to. don't be fat shaming my iPad. I ain't fat shaming you my are. iPad. It's got at least one micron heavier. Uh, don't be looking at it. If I was going to shame your iPad, I'd be talking about the crazy case that it has. Oh, it's a so. cute case. <laughs> flowers on it and, it, and it turns into a stand. Yeah, uh-huh. that's why I don't carry it. Yeah, well, I drop mine a lot of times and it's still intact. <sighs> wow, too soon. <laughs> Way too soon, Frank. <laughs> wow. Oh. Brought that on yourself, sorry. I did. Poked a bear. <laughs> All right, back to Hearthstone. So I've been playing since the beginning. I've been playing since the beginning, too. <laughs> <laughs> We've both been playing since the beginning there, Frackle Feist. <laughs> Don't throw in that there, Briar Bush. <laughs> Briar Patch. I just can't imagine what it's like for new players that come in now. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you can. Stressful. You just have to ask me. Because it's the same for people who yeah. left or, or stopped playing or trying to come back. Right, right. Basically, losing all the time isn't fun. Right, which just makes you not want to play, which yeah. puts you more behind. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's yeah, it's very counterproductive when all you do is lose and you win very few games, and uh, yeah, and then you you have to win to keep up to get the gold and get the cards and get everything else. And if you can't get all that, then you're not farther and farther behind, and you just you know you watch from the sidelines. New users are facing a, a lot of challenges. There are cards that are critical for certain decks, that you need certain cards to be able to win. Getting a specific card requires opening a lot of packs. And the packs themselves are expensive. And not only that, but learning a set of cards takes a while. And now that we have this standard rotation, you have the potential to spend a lot of time learning cards only to have them be removed from gameplay. That's one of the reasons I don't even bother to learn a card. It's going to get removed? No, I just read and make decisions on the fly. I don't bother. Oh, okay. But you kind of have to learn the cards, though. That's the thing. Because, give you an example. If you're playing up against a mage. I know they got some sheeps. I know they got some them fireballs that blow up six damages. Fireball that is six damage at polymorph. Which means that if you play one of your expensive minions, but it has six or less health, they can take it out with the fireball. Potentially, yes. Yeah. Right. Unless they played them both on a Rain Man card counted that. So part of the game is keeping track of what your opponent has played and what they probably have in their deck. But we have some ideas for what might make it a little bit easier for new players and returning players and even veteran players. Yeah, just a little more uh, friendly and helpful. Yeah. Like a daily login reward. Oh, man. So leading up to Ngoro, every day we get some extra gold. I logged in every day. Yeah, it was got super nice. Cards or gold or whatever little reward you got in just for logging in. I liked that. Yeah, I really think they should extend that. One thing I would like to see is a classic only play mode. So that's with only the classic cards. 
Only classic cards. And only you play somebody else who's only playing classic cards. A standard collection is made up of classic cards, which is a base set that does not change, and whatever the most recent expansions are. Okay, so like right now we're on Jury, Journey to Ngoro? Yes. Okay, so it's the classic plus Journey. It's classic plus Journey to Ngoro plus Mean Streets plus Whispers of the Old Gods. Oh, wow. So it goes all the way back. For a few years. Okay. Right. But it rotates out. But the classic cards are the ones that everyone needs to know because those are designed to be staples in most decks. And a really easy way to learn those cards is by playing just with those cards. But if you try to play just those cards against an opponent that has all the newer ones, you get destroyed. you're going to get smoked. Yeah, and that's where I'm at because I don't have all the new cool cards and I'll, you know, I build whatever deck I can build and then I get in there and start playing and I'm like, well, I don't know what that is. And since I don't know what cards are going to be in there, I really don't know how to defend against something. So, yeah, I could be building something up and then somebody nuke everything down. I'm like, oh, that's, that was my game. That was your game. Now, now it's just over. So, yeah, but going up against somebody that has only classic cards, which I'm more comfortable with because I've been around them for such a long time, then, yeah, I could guess or not guess, but I would know kind of what's in their hand. You would learn those and then use those as a stepping stone Yeah, give me before a better, you moved up. It would give me a better base understanding of it all. What about getting more card packs? Getting them more frequently. For what? The, what's the reward? I mean, what do I have to do to get them? We've already talked about logging in, and I don't think they should just be given away no. willy-nilly because then that loses their value. Right now, you have to um, get enough gold to be able to buy packs if you, don't, if you don't want to spend real money on them. And how to get gold? Uh, completing quests. And how to complete quests? Playing games. Is it playing or winning? winning? It. it depends on the quest. Yes. Yeah, Some I, of them you get, you just has you play a certain amount of cards. Yeah, like I had one, because I'm returning, and I think I'm done with it now. I had to have do a certain amount of damage to all my opponents overall. And No, I, I still have that one. I, did, I don't like the, you know, win three games with the rogue deck. Well, my rogue deck is the worst rogue deck currently in the game. I would challenge you, Freck, to find a person who has a worse rogue deck than I. I don't think you'll find them. I think I've got the worst one. Well, that's probably not true, but <laughs> but I but the fact that you're feeling that frustrated is a problem. Right now, if I got rewarded for just playing games, win, lose, or draw, then yeah, you know, okay, give me a chance to get some more cards just for playing. Yeah, that way I know. All right, look, if I suffer through this and I'm going to lose this game, at least I have something to look forward to at the end of this match. Because right now, I'll play a game. If I lose it, I'm like, I'll stick around for one more maybe. And if I lose that one, then, you know, I'm not playing again. And that's going to be for like a week or two before I decide to come back in to, to, to check it out. But if I had that little carrot, that little something to look forward to, then yeah. I might sustain myself and suffer longer. I said at the beginning of the show, I was addicted to these loot boxes. Yes. And here's the storm. Yep. I think I've pinpointed what makes it so exciting to me is the ability to re-roll whenever I open a box. Oh, okay. So you have the ability to, if you don't like what you see, change it. It's super fun. I sit there and I assess, do I really want this? Do I want to take my chances? Root, have you ever played in the arena? Once or twice because you made me. And that's the one where you start off and you have to build your deck and it gives you three cards to choose from and you choose one and it gives you another three, you choose one until you've built your entire deck. Right? Yes. Okay. Okay, so picture this. Picturing. You go to open a card pack. Opening it up. Let's say the card pack you're going to open is going to have two commons, a rare, a golden rare, and a legendary. It's a really good pack. That's a really good pack. 
Now, how excited would you be instead of just getting those cards for each one of those? You had a choice of three, just like an arena. So that's like five choices. Yes, five of, choices. Of three each. Five choices of three each. So you get your commons, your rares, your epics, and your legendaries. And it, I get to choose based on the three that are there per card. Per card. And the same rarity. So first one up, here's three commons. Which one do you want? It would depend on what I was trying to do. So if, if I had that card, well, I don't, I don't need right, that card gonna anymore. Right, not going to pick it. You know, if I know I'm at my deck no limit for that, I'm not going to use that. If I'm trying to build a rogue deck, for instance, and there's a rogue card in there, sure, I'm going to grab the that one. one. Yeah. I like this idea. So I would do that for my commons, and I would get my rares. And the same deal. So I pick whatever you rare pick I want. Pick which rare you want. No, whoa, no, whoa, no. The problem here now, Frack, is what if you get the legendaries and you get three legendaries? Now you got to pick what le- that's worse now than like you your. Pick. Yeah, we talked about that in WoW. Like you're going to loot another legendary and decide which one you're going to get rid of. It's not necessarily getting rid of it because you can put the one in your bank and then swap them out when you want to swap them out. In this case, you're picking one of three legendary cards for Hearthstone and getting rid of the other two. That's a tough decision. It's a tough decision. But how bad does it feel to get a legendary and it's already legendary you have? Because I've had that happen to me more than once. And I don't have anywhere near close to having a legendaries. But somehow I've gotten two of the same one. And Hearthstone, you meant the cards? Yes. So you've gotten a double, and you're like, I've got this one. I just have to dust it. And <sighs> yeah, you get 400 dust, but still, I would have much rather have just picked a different legendary. Yeah, I've, I've had, okay, the only thing I can compare that with is when I've had a, a really nice piece of loot drop again. Like, I got those pants. Don't need those pants. That's not a good feeling, no. Anybody else want not. these things? <laughs> they dropped the fifth time this week. And now there's a sense of choice. Yeah. With your packs, and it's just, it's more exciting. Maybe now you go and you do a little bit of research, which one's best. Mm. What's going to happen is you're going to get all three that you already have. Uh, maybe. But it's a lot <laughs> less likely. Like you mentioned, you know what class you're trying to build up a deck with, so you gravitate more toward this class. Yeah, I like the choice aspect here. This arena type choice. Yeah. But just think how long it'd take on a release days if you pre-ordered 50 packs. It'd <laughs> <laughs> take a while. But I think it'd be worth it. Well, on those days, you just had to have like a release party and everybody come around together and have a barbecue and each person do their, you know, cast to their Chromecast or something on a big screen TV and everybody decide for them or with them on what to choose. You make it Ooh, an Oh, that event. could be a lot of fun. Thank you. Give everyone, have everyone shout out one, two, or three. Price is right it. <laughs> <laughs> that could be really entertaining. Yes, it could. And then people You could there. stream those and people, you know. Give well, their input, yell yeah. at you for picking the wrong one. <laughs> well, I mean, for my case, like, I would have people who are, it would spur an argument. You know it would. It would. Because people are like, no, 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 you should pick that legendary. No, are you kidding? This one's got this, and it's, it's part of the meta, and blah. No, you should choose that guy. And then I'd be like, I'd just be sitting around eating my hot dog going, y'all, figure it out. Let me know what to do. <laughs> All right, so we solved that problem. It's that problem solved. All right, problem solved. I have another problem I could easily solve. Okay, please do. All right. So what I see right now, I open up my uh, deck building area. Your collection? Thank you. And I'm sorry. And I go to build a deck. And it tells me, okay, you are missing seven cards. You've built your deck, but you're missing seven. Out of those that you're missing, please go pick from your available cards to fill in the blanks. I would rather at that point in time, Instead of it saying, go fill in willy-nilly with whatever you can, 
I would much rather it say, hey, you're missing seven cards. Would you like to challenge the innkeeper for a chance on getting these cards? Just a chance, not a guaranteed? Not a guarantee. Now, here's the cool thing about this. When I challenge said innkeeper for those cards, I'm playing with them. I get to borrow them. They get put into my deck. They're not mine, but for that challenge, that round, they're in my deck. If I win that round, I get to keep one or two or three of them. If I lose, then I get to keep a fewer percentage. Maybe I only get to keep one if I lose. That's an interesting thought. I could see it being maybe problematic at the beginning of an expansion when you have skilled players who are missing a lot of cards. That would seem like a little bit cheaty for them to go in against the innkeeper to get more cards. Maybe it's capped with uh, your skill level or whatever okay. level. Doesn't, or, don't... or maybe it's limited to those classic cards classic or cards, the yeah. common ones. Yeah. yeah, common, classic. Or doesn't the your ranking reset every expansion? Aren't there seasons? Yeah, it does. The, uh, you have your, your rank that, um, that you can climb up every month. So maybe they in, in, implement another ranking system that's your overall rank. Yeah. Kind of like they did in HOTS where you have your overall rank now. So if you're a seasoned player, well, you're, you're good enough to get these cards. But if you're not a seasoned player, maybe you need a little bit of help to get these cards. And that's what that would be. Go challenge the innkeeper, try to get the card that way. I can see that. Now, these quests that are difficult to get done, particularly for new players, I think it'd be a lot easier if they were able to complete those against the innkeeper. You said you get the quest that wants you to complete three games as a rogue, and you're just not going to be able to do it. Win three games. Win three games. Yeah. You just can't do it because nope. you're going up against other people. And they're smashing my face. What if you just had to defeat the innkeeper to do it? Uh, do it. Nerf the innkeeper and I'm there. Oh, nerf the innkeeper? <laughs> <laughs> but at least the innkeeper theoretically have the same deck. So if you yes. messed up yeah. one game, you could just try it again. Yeah, as long as he's not playing in the robotic sense. Um, because I had that happen. When I was at the uh, Hearthstone tournament and I had to be tagged in to play the Hearthstone tournament, and when I booted up Hearthstone, I had not played in such a long time that I had to what win three fights against like Rexar and. I remember that, yeah. And I was having a challenge with Rexar, and you're like, "Just let me do it," and then you like knocked it out, and I was like, "Well, that was easy." And you said, "Well, he plays the same cards in the same order." And I was like, "Oh, well, that kind of." Number one, I was mad at myself because I didn't see that. But number two, it kind of cheapened the whole experience. You think so? Yeah. It's the same way, like, the, the beginnings do that, too, when you go through that beginning opening uh, tutorial. It's all it's all pre-programmed, like, what cards come in next. It's all that's done, and I don't like that because you go wow-headed and you can get right through it. Okay, but assuming that you don't, if you are struggling with the task, isn't it easier to get it done if you're able to just repeat it the same way until you're able to do it without anything else changing? No. No? No, because you're not learning the task, you're learning a pattern. And then once I get out there in the real world, nobody else is going to play those cards in that same order, and then I'm, I'm not going to know what to do. Maybe, but so let's say you're playing against um, playing against the innkeeper, and you make a mistake in that you forget that he has a secret out that when you hit him in the face, he's going to do two damage. So the next time, now you know if he puts a secret out, you know it's going to be, you know how to avoid it. Okay. Point that point, man, I'll take that point to the next. What I was saying is now you and I are playing and you play a secret and I go, oh, she's got a, a secret she displayed. I'm going to take two damage to the face. Well, you think it could be the secret. So mm. I'm not going to, I'm going to play around that 
I'm not going to leave all my minions out that have only two health. Don't know. Don't know. It would cause me to play more cautiously, but I'm, I'm also afraid to be more trying to play the pattern and not play the game. But I would like to play the innkeeper and get my quests done, yes. What I would prefer to do, though, is play a friend to get the quest done. You know, I would love that, too. Not that my friends would ever throw a game, but my friends would play at a pace and probably a way that I could be taught. So if you and I were playing a game and we were connected, obviously uh, voice activated on our chat. Obviously, obviously. right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Then we could actually communicate and you could say, that's probably not what you wanted to do, but I'm going to be nice and I'm not going to do this. This is what I could have done. Or you could, you know, you know, be your, what's that tough love bit and go, you messed up. You did this. Now I'm going to do this and I'm play this card. Now it's going to negate everything. Don't do that again. I like this for a lot of reasons. At the base level, I think the reason why they don't let you play against friends is because they're afraid that your friend will just throw the game, like you said. Well, the one week that they allowed us to complete quests by playing with friends They enabled a mechanic that if one person conceded, it didn't count. Just reset the quest. So you had to play it all the way through. I like it. Now, granted, you can play a game against a friend where the other guy just hits in turn button. So they're throwing it. Right. They can play soft or in sports like in soccer, they have friendlies or scrimmages that don't count against the overall like standings. And so teams will play different it's kind of like a almost like house rules. So they play differently. Maybe they'll, do, they'll allow multiple substitutions, multiple timeouts, whatever the case might be. They play differently. Even if I threw a game, like if you and I were playing and I wanted to help you get some quests done, and I just sat there and pressed the intern button and just let you hit me in the face, does it really matter that much? I mean, you're going to get at the most, what, 40 gold for a quest, maybe 60. It's not that much gold. It's not like you're going to get, you know, 10 packs just from letting me press a few buttons. But and the same thing, I wouldn't let you throw a game. As much as I'm not good at Hearthstone, I wouldn't, let, I wouldn't want you to throw a game. The reason why it's not in the game is I believe they think people just throw it. And I yeah, think even if people throw it, it's not that big of a deal. As opposed to all the advantages that you'd get from it. I could help you through it. I could craft a deck specifically made of cheaper cards or classic cards, and we could get quests done that way. We can make up our own mode to help you learn. And my biggest problem with it is that Hearthstone is not a cooperative game at all. No, they've tried with a couple of the uh, brawls, the weekly brawls, with yes, the tavern they, brawls. They, they have made cooperative tavern brawls that you cannot complete with a friend. <laughs> I mean, you could, but it didn't count for anything. It didn't count toward your your tally overall, even though you're both playing against the AI and there's no way to cheat. It didn't count for your weekly pack to get that. It was such a waste. Mm-hmm. The issue that I come across a lot is sometimes I will not play Hearthstone for maybe three days. And I will, for example, I will log in Monday. I have one quest. I'll log in Tuesday. Now I have two quests. Log in Wednesday. Now I have three quests. Okay, well, if I don't do anything on Wednesday, that means on Thursday I won't get any quests. You you cap out at three? Cap out at three. Oh, okay. 
So now it's Wednesday night. And I'm thinking I got to finish three quests or at least quests, one, at least one yeah. so I can get them the next day. Maybe it's late at night. Maybe I'm kind of tired. Maybe I'm losing because I'm I have all these quests where I need to win a game. and I just can't get a win. And someone wants to challenge me. Well, now I have to decide, do I want to progress in this game or do I want to play with my friends? And Hearthstone is the only game where you have to make that choice. And I don't think you should have to. I think the mechanic's there. They've given it to us for a week. They teased us with it. <laughs> Just turn it on. Let us let us play with our friends. We'd have a much better community, I think. You play against somebody in a random matchup and you get a friend request afterwards. Usually they're just going to cuss you out. But maybe if they implemented this, you'll get a request and it's just somebody who wants more friends to play so they can get their quest done. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it'll remove some of this hostility. I just want it because to me it is a teaching moment that I can learn the game by letting you know, for instance, what cards I have, letting you either, you know, maybe you spectate me on another screen, whatever the case might be, and it becomes a way to pick up the game faster for me. I'm a very kinetic learner. I have to do and learn. I have to do it while I'm learning. I can't watch a video and go, oh, I know how to play Hearthstone. No, I have to do it. Now, someone could tell me, you know, let's sit down. Okay, what card would you play? And now I have, you know, 30 seconds to make a decision which card I should play. And they may go, no, think again. You know, I remember sitting uh, in a, a location one night with one of the guys from the Florida Fireside. And we built the deck up. And we were playing my deck and he was, you know, we're going through what should you do next? What should you do next? And I went to play something and he's like, eh, why don't we do this? And he proceeded to like do this crazy combination to completely clear the board that I didn't see. But the next game, I had a very similar situation where I was able to knock down a big portion of the board. But if I hadn't gone through that learning experience with him one-on-one, I would never have thought to play that way. Now, this is sitting down you know, face-to-face with a guy hanging over my shoulder doing this. What better way to, than actually meeting up online to do this? Like you said, late at night, I'm up. You know, maybe I'm like, oh, you're like, hey, Root, you're up. You want to help me do some quests real quick? I've got one to do. I'm like, oh, sure, yeah. I can help you. You can help me. It's great. Play with friends. I like it. Everything's better with friends. It is. All right, so I'll make a commitment here, Freck. I have not played probably for now for three weeks because I've played at least once while we've been in the studio. I'll commit that I will play more at least, (laughs) it's horrible, at least one game every day. But maybe, maybe I do like at least three in a row, win, lose, or draw. From no here, tilting. No what? No tilting. What's that mean? It's when you play a little bit bad and then you get mad and then you keep playing worse because you're mad. Oh, that people do that on purpose? No. Oh. Just happens. Okay. Then people say like, I'm so tilted. Uh, usually by the time you realize it's happening, you can kind of step away. Oh. Oh, you know, I've done that in WoW. Yeah. Uh, okay. I yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that's what it was, but yeah, I've done that where you just you're you just you're at your wits end and you're raiding. You're like, you know what? I'm just going to stand in the fire and die, and I'm going to go walk away. Done that. It's no good. <laughs> <laughs> I have done that. So yeah. Okay. No. No tilting. Um. I, because I can't play worse than I already play. <laughs> so <laughs> I can I can say that I, I legitimately will not tilt in Hearthstone, and I will let you know. Uh, you got a week. I'll let you know by the next time we sit down to record here. 
uh, how it goes. I'll give you my report. Can't wait. I'll hold you to it. You'll have to, because uh, I'm probably going to be asking for help a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm so, here for. We will see how it goes. And I'll let all you guys know how I'm doing and be prepared to see some uh, some Twitter win screenshots. <laughs> There you go. Probably post a lot of those. Yeah, positive thinking. It's the power of positive thinking. (laughs) Folks, keep an eye out on the Blizzard calendar for all the new holidays, all the micro holidays that are coming up. They sneak up on you. They really do. And they're over before you know it. And a lot of really fun ones coming up. They're actually making the, the gnome run as a thing. And a legitimate, like, in-game thing now. Looking forward to that. There's, like, added stuff in it. There's a lot of cool stuff coming. So just keep an eye on that. You'll have a lot of fun in the game. If you are running around on the Internet, don't forget to drop us an iTunes review. That lets us know how we're doing and also lets other people know if this show is something they would enjoy. want to thank all our followers on Twitter and our friends on Facebook. And as we close this show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash hearthcast and using the offer code hearthcast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grid Network. 